You're listening to Marriage Minute with Pastors Richard and Donna Spears, impacting marriages that leave a lasting legacy. Hey everyone, Pastor Donna here again with you on the Marriage Minute podcast coming to you every Tuesday. Exclusive content coming to you every Tuesday, I should say. We are deep into our expectations. I think we're on part four of our expectation series. We had to break it up into, I think, six series or six episodes. There's just so much on expectations. And if you haven't joined me and this is your first one and you're jumping in the middle, I would uh, advise you, yes, you can you can listen to this and it's great and you're going to get a lot from it. Um, but go back to the beginning a few weeks ago where I started um, talking about expectations and sharing the material that, that Pastor Richard and I went through, uh, gleaned from, adopted, uh, whatever you want to say, made our marriage much, much better in the area of expectations because we were able to understand it. it's it's the material on emotionally healthy relationships from Pete and Jerry Scazzaro. So they are really great and experts on what they do. And we are just grateful that we were able to jump in in, in one of their teachings and learn from them. So last week we talked about unspoken expectations, you know, that that rule book, you know, that has all of those rules for life and all of those rules for the game. Um, but but it's not shared with anybody. So I've got rules for Richard and he has rules for me, meaning expectations, and we're not sharing those with each other. So how, how can you play a game when you don't know the rules, right? And so those are the unspoken expectations I talked about last week. Up to this point, we've talked about unconscious expectations, unrealistic expectations, unspoken expectations. And on part four, which is today, thank you again for joining, is unagreed upon expectations. So what does that look like? What do you mean unagreed upon expectations? Well, I'm glad you asked. You share an expectation with your spouse And because you do, you assume it'll be met. And so the problem with making that assumption is there may have not been enough or any discussion to come up with an agreement. So you have an assumption or an expectation and you assume and you you share it. So he knows, but you assume just because you've opened your mouth and spoken, I expect you to take the trash out every Tuesday. The problem is you're making an assumption that he's agreeing to that. I hope you're understanding where I'm coming from. So here's a key. Here is the key. An expectation, no matter what it is, unrealistic, realistic, unspoken, uh, whatever, it's only valid when it's mutually agreed upon. So if you have an expectation and you share that with your spouse but you don't have a conversation about it. And he says, yes, I I agree with that. I I get that. I will take the trash out every Tuesday. Then that's just a hope. You're just hoping that he's going to take the trash out every Tuesday and you won't have to nag him about that. So an expectation is only valid when it's mutually agreed upon. So an example from our life, um, for me, it was the frequency of intimacy in our marriage. And so you all have traveled with us for quite some time to know that there has been some trauma in Richard's past that have led to um, just just say some sexual perversion and things like that. 
Um, so for him, and, and this could just be for any guy, I don't know. But for me, uh, any time he touched me, uh, whether it was he was coming to give me a massage on my shoulders and I was in the kitchen or he just brushed by me and patted my behind, whatever it meant, it meant that it was going to be more. Um, even just a, a pat on the shoulder to me, it, w- it would just send me to a place of like, oh my gosh, you know, that means more than what it just really is. And so um, we really never talked about or even agreed upon um, the frequency of intimacy when we were going to have sex, when we weren't going to have sex, what days, you know, worked for him, you know, we weren't taking into consideration schedules and kids and everything like that. And, and, and so the, the frequency of intimacy in our relationship, in our marriage, um, was an unagreed upon expectation. And for, for me, it was an unrealistic one. For him, it was probably unspoken and unconscious. <laughs> and so you have all of this uh, playing in together um, that really what just sums up is we, we didn't have a discussion about it and we didn't m- mutually agree upon anything. And you might say, well, that sounds unromantic. Well, I mean, so doesn't being frustrated of feeling like you have to be ready sexually every time your your husband touches you or and he may not even mean that. So, you know, that's even more unromantic. So, you know, it's really mature uh, and healthy to have those conversations, you know, and it brings uh, calmness and peace and understanding. So there's not this you know, underlying or, or tone of, of suspicion or manipulation and, and like that. So I know you guys kind of understand what I'm talking about. Um, for Richard, you know, it was a, a visiting family. You know, I shared that it was going to happen and there was a basic agreement to go. He would share that, you know, we we're going to visit family and there was an agreement to go. Um, he knew that it was going to be on a Thursday because that's what worked best for his schedule. But we never talked about it. And so Thursday would roll around and I'm unaware, you know, because it was an, an unagreed upon and an, uh, you know, uh, it was an unmet expectation on his part and it was unagreed upon on my part. He shared it, but we didn't talk about it. Communication is key, guys, if you if you haven't caught that. And so that, again, it brings about frustration and we feel both feel unheard and unloved and conflict arises from that because he's tooling around getting ready to head out the door and I'm wondering what on the world what in the world he's doing uh, putting his shoes on or why you know because kids aren't getting ready because I do that and so <laughs> there's another expectation so anyway it just causes um, confusion uh, in your family and and just strife it really does so just because our expectations are conscious you know I'm aware that we talked about it um, and just because our expectations are realistic, you know, there's evidence that says that, yes, I can, we can go visit your mom or dad today. And just because we have spoken our expectation, he did share it with me, doesn't mean it's valid. Remember, an expectation is only valid when it's mutually agreed upon. So just because you ask your spouse for a massage, you have let your expectation be known. It doesn't mean that they've agreed upon it. So when our expectation, which is a strong belief that something will happen, that's that's an expectation, is not met, that's when we move into conflict and we begin to deal with all of the emotions like frustration, anger, hurt, disappointment. 
which then leads to bitterness, resentment, unforgiveness. You see where, where it goes? It's a, it's a slippery slope and it happens fast. Why? Because unmet expectations can communicate that you're not loved. When, when women, when we feel like we're not loved, it's a slippery slope to unforgiveness, to pointing the finger. Men, when you are feeling disrespected, um, it's a slippery slope and a quick one to, to pointing finger and conflict arises. So in order for an expectation to be valid, it first must be agreed upon, right? That's what we said. You have to agree upon an expectation. The other person must not only be aware, but also agree upon them. So let me repeat that. In order for an expectation to be valid, it must first be agreed upon, which means you have to talk about it. You have to communicate about what your expectation is, even if it's the littlest thing. Please communicate that because your spouse is going to appreciate that. But just because you've talked about it doesn't mean that it's agreed upon and that it's an expectation that's going to be met because you have to talk about it and your spouse has to agree upon it or you come to some other kind of of in-between um, agreement on what that expectation is and if it's going to be met or not, if you're going to agree to it or not. Otherwise, you are simply hoping your spouse is going to do this. He's hoping that you're going to do that because you've not agreed upon whatever and he's not agreed upon whatever. So you might have the question, what do I do if my spouse doesn't agree? Well, I'm going to have you join me on my next two shows, next two episodes of the podcast. um, And that's what I'm going to talk about. So when it comes to doing or not doing an expectation, a simple yes or no is sufficient. I want to read Matthew 5, 33 to 37. It says, again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not swear falsely, but shall perform your oaths to the Lord. But I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool, nor by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. Nor shall you swear by your head, because you cannot make one hair white or black. But let your yes be yes, and your no, no, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. So regardless of whether a promise is made in God's name or by the hair on your head, a promise is to be taken seriously. An expectation that's agreed upon is to be taken seriously. If you make an expectation or if you have an agreed upon expectation, and and as the scripture says, if you make a promise by the hair of your head and then you shave your head, the lack of hair doesn't negate the promise. We are actually being a deceiver. So If you have agreed upon an expectation, I implore you, I encourage you, (laughs) follow through. Husbands, this is huge. Follow through on your agreed upon expectations with your wife. Wives, follow through. If, If you have an agreed upon expectation that tonight is the night that you guys are together intimately, don't back out. Don't back out. That speaks volumes. You have agreed upon it. It is something that was set in stone. I get that there are things that might come up, but don't make excuses. Follow through. Both of both husbands and wives, follow through. So again, as I wrap up this broadcast today, I want to remind you about unmet expectations and what can happen and what they bring about. They bring about frustration. <clears throat> they bring about failure. You, you always miss the target. So they bring about frustration. They always miss the target. It sets your spouse up for failure. It sets you up for failure and it's completely unfair. So thank you for listening. 
Uh, I hope you know how important by now expectations are in our lives, not just with our spouses, but but with our children, with our coworkers, with our peers, with our church family. It's very important that you understand expectations and that we all have them as the uh, episodes are titled, but we need to understand why we do what we do. So next week, again, I'm going to share about how you can be successful with expectations and what to do when when expectations are not agreed upon. So uh, thank you for joining me. Uh, If you have any questions, comments, suggestions um, on what you've heard today or any time that you've listened to our podcast or our live material, you can email us at re- marriage minute at revivalnow.com. You can check us out on uh, live on revivalnow.com or on our app. And you can check us out on Facebook and YouTube as well. And you can get uh, new exclusive content every Tuesday on our podcast. You can download your favorite podcast platform and listen to us there. Thanks so much again for listening. I will catch you guys next week. Love you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening today. Catch all of our podcasts at RevivalNow.com and send us your Marriage Minute questions at marriageminute at revivalnow.com.